Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 138, and the final installment of Leadership Month. I've been talking about leadership for the entire month of December, depending on when you're listening to this. This is December 2023. And the reason I'm talking about leadership, two reasons. Number one, I am launching Strategic Leadership Lab in January. This is a unique one-on-one coaching plan and program designed specifically for middle managers. I spent almost my entire career in middle management. So I know the frustrations, the anxieties, the the back and forth that happens between you and your team and your you and your boss, all of that stuff. And I also believe that middle managers are kind of the unsung heroes in the workplace. When you consider that studies show that 57% of people leave their jobs because of their boss, because they have a bad boss, I want to make sure that middle managers are equipped. I really think that a lot of the reason people leave is because the boss isn't bad, it's that middle managers aren't supported in the way they need to be. Middle managers are the glue that is holding the entire organization together. There is not enough support. There's not enough appreciation. There's not enough recognition for everything that a middle manager is responsible for and how that relates to the results of the company, the engagement of employees, the productivity of employees, employee retention, all the things fall on your shoulder, middle manager. And that's why I've created Strategic Leadership Lab, because I want us to be lab partners. I want us to dive into all of the problems that you are trying to solve, everything that's on your shoulders and have the support you need specific to the challenges that you're experiencing. I have some amazing timeless principles that I have used for my entire career. They work. They will help you feel better. They will help the people in your sphere of influence feel better, give you more respect, give you the kind of visibility that you want and need to get things done. All right. So that's it. Middle managers, I'm in your corner and I want you to have the support you need. So join me in Strategic Leadership Lab. I honestly, I can't wait to start doing these one-on-one coaching with all of you who are just ready. You're doing a great job as it is, but you're ready to take it to the next level. So exciting. So for this last episode in Leadership Month, I want to talk about doing more with less. 
Why is this important, my friends? Because this is the world we live in. There have been layoffs, there have been cutbacks. There's always a season in business where the modality is do more with less. There isn't a lot of money flowing or business is tough, all of the things, right? As leaders, we need to always be keeping our eyes open for those opportunities to do more with less without sacrificing all of the things that make your team great, that make business great, that is not cutting yourself down to the bone. And trust me, I've been in those situations where that's kind of where things were and it's not fun. And I really do think had leadership listened and leveraged some of the ideas that middle managers can bring to the table. Because again, like I just said, you're, you're closest. You're the one holding it all together. And I want you to be able to share your ideas, your innovations when it comes to allocating resources and making the most of your team. And that's why we're talking about doing more with less this week. You get to be the hero in the story. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be great? So let's talk about doing more with less when it comes to your team. With your team, it all comes down to understanding their strengths and weaknesses so that you can redistribute the talent, the skills, the traits, the behaviors that already exist on your team so that you can do more with less. It doesn't mean that you are having people work more hours. There are going to be seasons for that. Trust me, I worked in retail, sale time. We worked a lot of hours. But what I am talking about is you understanding your team at a deep level so that you can leverage the strengths that they already bring to the table so that you can draw more out, that you can extract more out of your team than they even think is possible. And speaking of extracting more out of your team, a really awesome leadership book that I read this year is called Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter. It's by Liz Wiseman. I definitely recommend that you check it out. There are so many great stories in here, even comparison stories of how one team with just a change of leadership somehow elevated and gave more. They were able to do more with the exact same team. And there's some really practical things in there for how to make your team smarter and perform at a higher level. But the foundation of this is understanding those strengths and weaknesses. And it's also kind of about what I call scouting for talent in unusual places. When you know your team so well, and when you even know the the next group of people, when you know those cross-functional teams, and you are just keeping your eyes open and observing all of the people, you will be surprised the talent that you will find in unusual places. I'm thinking of a very specific example in my work life. We had someone, I worked for a company that manufactured its own product. 
And we ended up having an opening in our R&D lab. And rather than hire someone from outside the company, I thought it would be really great to look for talent inside the company. And not only that, but the person I had my eye on was thinking about quitting. They were on the manufacturing side. We worked really close with this person as developers and designers of our product. And this person was getting ready to leave. I had had my eye on this person for some time as someone who was very talented, very dedicated, really held a high standard of excellence. What we kind of intended for the product, they were able to execute. Guess who I tapped on the shoulder for that R&D lab manager position? This is the kind of thing that you can do when you are observing and looking for talent all around you, you will find it, my friends, because people are there and they want to do more. They want to do their best. This person was going to leave because they had felt like they'd reached the maximum place they could in the department they were in, but they had some cross-functional skills. They had some transferable skills. They had a desire. Those are the kinds of things that you're looking for when you're looking for talent all around you, including unusual places. Another way that you can do this is just observe people's interests, observe the things that they volunteer to do when those opportunities come up. Another great way, and observe their natural behavioral strength traits. If someone is constantly behind on running reports, or someone just doesn't like it, and they've expressed that. Don't think of that necessarily as a weakness. Think of it as they are not tapped into a strength zone, a natural behavioral strength that underpins success. Think of it like someone who is super duper detail oriented, they could spend all day on spreadsheets. Someone who is not, someone who's a little more big picture, someone who's a little more innovative in their thinking and independent in their thinking is not going to want to be in spreadsheets all day long. They're going to want to be participating in bigger conversations, in creative conversations. Notice these kinds of behaviors. These are all strengths to be managed by you because when you get the right people in the right roles where they're leveraging not only skills and experience that they've gained on the job, but they're leveraging their natural behavioral strength traits and characteristics, that is where the magic happens. That is where you have a team that is excelling. And those are places that you can look for new team strengths so that when you delegate you're not just piling more on people, but you are being creative with it. You're looking for little sparks that having something delegated to them shows trust and belief that they can handle it. They can do it. So great. Now, when it comes to doing more with less and you're talking to upper management, you're talking about resource allocation. You're talking about doing more and different 
with the resources that you already have. So what do you do? Well, you first want to make sure that you're demonstrating efficient use of the current resources you have. And you do that by prioritizing. You do that by kind of checking in and measuring and making sure that with the limited resources that you have, that you're all over it. You've got the right people on the right tasks and you're prioritizing accordingly. You also, when you go to your boss and talk about resource allocation or resource reallocation, you want to make sure that you're tying everything into the problems that are being solved, the goals that are trying to be achieved. When you make that tie-in, when you go to your boss and say, hey, I'd really like to move this person over to this role because we've kind of got it covered over here, but we sure could use someone to be spending more of their time on this. And I'd really like to shift them over to that area of responsibility. Make sure that you're tying it into a tangible problem that can be solved to accomplishing something that you all have set for a goal. Paint the picture of success, but also paint the picture of failure. This is a marketing tool, my friends. You get to be the guide that shows your manager what success and failure looks like based on the allocation of the resources that you have. Hey, if we could take these dollars from this bucket in the budget and move it over here, here's what we could accomplish. If we don't do that, then we're gonna be running behind. We're we're not going to achieve the goal that we set. You know your world. And as we've been talking all leadership month, it's your job as a middle manager to understand some of the pain points that you're boss, your leaders above you are going through, tying resources to solving those pain points and achieving those goals is a really great way to help them go your direction when you're talking about reallocating resources in a way that helps you do more with less. You might call what we just talked about as looking for alternatives and trade-offs. And that leads us to my last point, and that is make sure that whenever possible, you are talking metrics, you are talking ROI, the benefits of doing it your way. And it's important to understand the metrics that are meaningful to the person you're talking to. If you're talking to a marketing person, what are the metrics that matter to them? If you're talking to someone who is in accounting and finance, what are the metrics that matter to them? Tie it all up with a nice big bow on how they're going to get a return on that investment, a return on that alternative use of resources, on the redistribution of the labor on your team. Doing more with less is possible. And it also comes down to you as a middle manager, managing your own thoughts about the situation. Instead of making assumptions in your own mind that this is impossible, we've already cut too much, and focusing on the difficulty of it, 
Ask yourself better questions. Ask yourself things like, what if it was possible? What could I do? If I did know what to do, what would that be? And then get your team together. They are your allies in this situation. Put it out to them. Ask them, what could we be doing differently? They are much closer to some of those efficiencies, inefficiencies, problems than you are. So don't forget to get your team involved. They'll feel like you trust them. They'll take ownership of those decisions when it happens. And you have now the brain power of the entire team working on a solution for doing more with less than just relying on yourself and carrying that load all alone. All right, my friends, it has been an awesome leadership month with you. I believe in you so much. I hope you know that. Go back and listen to the entire leadership month series. And I know that your next year, your next quarter, your next month is going to be empowered in a new way. All right, my friends, talk to you soon. If you like listening to this podcast, I invite you to visit my website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you're going to find out everything you need to know about working with me on your career move, developing your leadership skills, as well as my courses, Job Search Field Guide and the Art of Stellar Interviews. I look forward to meeting you soon. Take care.